lighting up and going crazy. Why should we be afraid of you? Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump Tonight. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and about to sneeze over here is... Hello and welcome to Ghost Adventures. <laughs> no, I'm Trevor Denson. I forgot about that bit. But tonight, we have a very special guest. A good friend of ours. His name is Drew from Living History Mysteries. A.K.A. AKA Paranormal Papa. <laughs> Paranormal Papa. I like that. It's good, isn't it? I told Hashtag you. I mean, for, for, for over a year, I've been calling Tommy son. I might as well adopt you two, too. I was literally telling Jenna earlier today. I was like, we're talking to Drew. And she goes, oh, I love Drew. And I was like, yeah, he's paranormal papa. And she goes, that's really fucking funny. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I, I really wish you would have told me that before I would put that down there at the bottom of the screen. You know, Drew, <laughs> paranormal papa. Paranormal papa. Papa, yeah, <laughs> Thank <nice>. you, Papa. <laughs> that's, that's fucking awesome. Oh shit! So how you been since the last time we talked and whatnot? Uh, yeah, like, what three weeks ago? Um, <laughs> it seems like longer. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. It talked really, to you honestly, does, show. man. I was watching. I was watching Danny's uh, um, little thing on uh, Facebook today. He did a little yeah. quick thing about the uh, the next. Um, Ghost to Rama coming up in August. It's like, oh mm-hmm. man, geez, that's a month and a half away. Hey, Christ. I can't Good wait long to see everybody again. Yeah. Unfortunately, what we won't the be hell? There. We're going to be at a bachelor party that's, we're renting a $2 million mansion on an island, basically. Yeah. It's going to be wild. Everybody's getting married, now, so. Now, Shout out Zach and now the only way, the only way I let Trevor and Jenna get away from being at the first one was because you promised me everybody was going to be at the second one. And then Riley ended up fishing. <laughs> That's an annual trip, though. It's so true. you can't you can't knock me for that. That's uh, true. I, I can't I can't fault Riley for loving his dad. I mean, if my dad was you Damn. know closer than ten hours away, I'd be fishing with my dad every day. So yeah. I I I, sure. I can't fault him for being close to his dad. True that. That's very true. But true. Ghost Rama was a blast, regardless if Riley wasn't there or was there. I thought it was fucking awesome. That place never ceases to spirit. like surprise. Oh, tell me about it. Like literally, we will very out soon. There. Very soon, we are going to be heading like south, so we might be able to stop by and go see Deb, go see Paranormal Papa, and everyone else. Like in a couple weeks, we'll definitely try to figure something out with that. Uh, all I'm gonna say is Indiana. It's a lot of very interesting. I'll give you. I'll give you one you. more hint. One more hit. Okay. It's uh initials are A W. Hmm. A W. It gives away a lot of information, uh, but you have to have knowledge of, the, like, of haunted places around Indiana. And I, I had no idea the place was even a thing until, like, a couple weeks ago, really. Hmm. Well, we'll tell you out, off the camera. We'll tell you off is, camera. I would say, it's, it's fun to tease the guests because it's like, this is going to be our uh, one of our biggest investigations this year so far. Yeah. Which I, to, to, to 
to just like sum it up, it's on par with like our Eloise Asylum videos and well, not videos, but like our Eloise Asylum investigations and like old Lincoln County jails. It's like it's definitely one of the biggest like high profile locations. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. High profile is best way of putting that because it's it's definitely one where it's not know about historically known haunted place as more recently because of the new ownership of the building and stuff. But hmm. some of the stuff that people have had happen in the home are very interesting, including past guests. Yep. So we're going to just breeze <laughs> on past that. <laughs> we're giving away too much already. Yeah, no, yeah, but don't give away a lot of to, to backtrack on the ghost town a little bit. That place was the place is amazing. I definitely think yeah. we caught some legitimate. I don't even know what to say, like malevolent spirit that was kind of vague vaguely roaming the grounds there when Jenna had that encounter that she did. I don't even think we ended up speaking about that last time because I completely forgot about it. I don't know what it is about Jenna. I don't know if it's the red hair. I don't know what it is. For some reason, the spirit in the greenhouse loves to... Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Jenna, if you listen to this on the radio somewhere, it loves to psychologically grope her. Yeah. It seems so. It, it mean, definitely she, seems like she it. walks in there, and that thing just right to her. Yep. I just and don't, then uh, that every every meter, every like blip, bloop, and blop. I really like saying that lately. It goes off all crazy every time around here, but then you leave the greenhouse and it's nothing. Although I did not pay much attention to what was going on in that investigation with what was going on with her, because I was like, he's got it. He's he's got her. He's documenting that, and then we were trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with that glass. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing that got me, the, 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 the thing that got me, and I and I had to laugh about it, especially with her right there when I was asking the questions and everything. And I, I'm like, "Do you like her smile? Do you like her red hair?" And it says both. Both. Like, okay. We got some straight up intelligent communication going on right here. Yep. I like this. So, yeah, um, I can't wait. Be confidential. Uh, go, uh, the next Ghost Rama, as of right now, is going to be August 19th at the uh, Van Buren County Courthouse Museum on Red River Highway in Hartford. Of course, they got robotic as fuck when you said the the, yeah. like the the place it's at. We'll uh we'll put that in the chat. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, it's going from uh, eleven to seven, uh, and then you know, of course, you know, you got the 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 the, the free uh, car show it has yeah. the uh, the vendors. It has all of the paranormal investigators. And then at nine o'clock is the after hours ghost hunt. And that's either going to be at the museum, which believe me, if it's at the museum, we're gonna have to split up into groups because you're talking about 41 rooms, five stories counting the basement. Um, God, it's huge. The place is huge. The place is huge. There we um, go. Tommy Tombstone, Danny, uh, Randy's real paranormal. Um, all the boys. God, who else was there? Yeah, all the. Uh, there was the quite homies. a few of us when when we went out to the museum last year and investigated, and it took us the biggest part of six hours 
uh, to try to split up and, and move around, and it's just, I mean, it was just absolutely incredible. If we can't do that place, since no. they suffered that storm damage last year, yeah. if if it's if the cleaning and stuff isn't done, and we can't do that place, five miles east of that location is another great haunted location that we could investigate, and about five minutes west of that area is another place we could investigate. So, or I could take you guys to the um, um, the cemetery that. My crew went to uh, the Monday following Ghost Rama, uh, which we were just talking about. It's a place called Keeler Cemetery, yep. and it's right there in Van Buren County as well. And that place is active. God, is that place active? That's a great way to segue. Um, we're gonna pull up some of the video from your Keeler investigation, I think, and then we can discuss it a little bit and go a little more in depth because that's that sounds super interesting because we we have a very special place in our heart for doing cemeteries and that's where we yeah, believe I mean, we've caught like, some of the best evidence we've ever caught so yeah i feel like Me sometimes well. people like don't like the cemetery investigation because it's, it's outside <laughs> but like most of them are pretty active with like paranormal stuff so if you want an encounter like you're probably gonna yeah. find it there i would agree Easier with that. Than other oh, yeah. spots. But we can just town let it roll. cemetery in Van Buren County, Michigan. Some what a sick cut. have decided to continuously come into this cemetery almost every night and vandalize her mother's grave. Don't just stand there. Do something. Mark, what are you feeling? So I have a question. Do you like to provoke when you investigate often? Or is that something that you do seldomly because you're not getting responses right away? Or it's something that you think stirs up the spirits? In that situation right there, that was actually not me provoking. Um, you'll see later on in the video, um, about three quarters of the way through, a little over halfway through, um, mm-hmm. we're doing an Estes and talking to a, uh, Civil War soldier. And we get the look right, come through the Estes, and I look and I see a shadow moving at us. And I turn to say something, and I look back, and it's gone. And just all of a sudden, I am overcome with anger. I am overcome with disgust from the people vandalizing that old woman. That old woman's not even around two weeks. And every night, it's so bad, I put trail cams in the cemetery to try to catch who's doing it. But every night, they come in there, they Still stuff off her grave. They, the they met. They uh, that no shit. Her mom, her, her her daughter don't know. Her daughter has no clue who it could be. She said she never knew her mom to have anybody that didn't like her. That's so crazy. I mean, like, what is some of the stuff that was stolen? Like, was it just flowers or is it like flowers, and things? gifts that are left out yeah. there? Everything. That's terrible. Oh, they'll just go out there and tear stuff up. That's so terrible. I really wonder. Do you think it's something that a person is doing, or do you think it's something that a spirit's doing? 
I think it's people. Yeah. I think it's people because uh, the little girl, the little yeah. girl showed up. <laughs> uh, the little girl showed up, and uh, uh, she was all—I mean, she was physically—I mean, bawling her eyes out because we were over there. We kept setting off the trail cams where we were positioned at in yeah. that that very first shot when I introduced where we were at, and mm. then we moved over to that, that second area with her with the lady's grave way back behind us, and there was those trail cam set up pointing at us so we weren't triggering them but her aunt and grandmother actually showed up and explained no to shit. us what happened and it's like well i got two guys packing they're both actually yeah like I'll, we'll, we'll definitely protect that grave site don't worry yeah and that's exactly what i say a little bit later in the videos we're playing double duty tonight we're not only yeah. doing an investigation but we're also going to watch for the people who are vandalizing it and this, and I already told, I, we already had a game plan in motion. Yeah. You know, we see anybody pull in at 11, 30, 12 o'clock before we leave. You hit that tree line, you go over there and you hit that road. After they come in, I'm going straight for them. And that way, if they go this way, we got their um, license plate on camera. If they go this way, we got their license plate on camera. And I'm going to be carrying a camp body cam me anyway. So yeah. we're gonna get the we're gonna get the their their faces, their car description, their license, everything. Call the police department right away. Right. So. Yeah. No. I I definitely am not one for anybody fucking with people's graves. Like that's hey, just such, it's such disrespect. And not only is it disrespect, it's fucking disgusting. Like you should you're a disgusting human being if you want to literally shit on somebody's like memoriam like come on yeah but yeah this this scene right here that was really was not me that was not me taunting really do you feel like you're being affected hard because i don't know you to do that honestly i've never been affected like that I've been scratched. I've been scratched on my back. I've been scratched under my ribs. I've been scratched across my chest. I've never been psychologically attacked. So did you do that investigation with a small group of people or were you alone? Uh, it was me, Mark, Tony, and then one of the other property managers, um, um, Teresa was out there. It okay. was her very first time. She's a big ghost hunting fanatic. She's the one that introduced us to the board um, for the county that we went and met with and approved us and to go in there and everything else. So that's the very first time we've that's ever awesome. been contacted and approved by the, the uh, township board. And I had to sit to, at the township board meeting and explain what we do and you know, uh, to be called on to do it. So obviously there's been uh, happenings there before or they wouldn't have wanted a paranormal right. team to come in. And somebody had seen one of our videos and said, I like those guys. They don't over-dramatize shit. They, yeah, it's not, it's not they, anything that you uh, can't yeah. relate to. It's not fake. Your videos are all real, 100% of, 100 of the time. No bullshit. Like, this is what it's like. This is... How, honestly, do. like how people should emulate doing investigations, realistically. With respect to, for the, you know, spirits that you're trying to talk to always, like, great. 
Yeah, and I, I haven't try. even really had a chance to investigate. I know. I always you. say that Danny and you are like the two that really, really like got me on like a better, a better way of investigating. Because at first, we, me and Riley had no idea what the fuck was going on or what the fuck we were doing. We we're like, we're gonna give it a go because we think we know what we're doing. But then when I actually spent some time with you guys around when we were doing our investigation, I was like, that's a very intuitive question. That stuff is the bomb. Not only that, it's like I saw how you handled yourself. You know, like, like how much time to give a question, or like, it, there was just so much little nuance that we were not privy to going into it. That I'm glad that somebody that has so much experience like you could endow into us. Well, right. you know, you guys are welcome to come come down anytime. I mean, I know you're you're a couple hours north, but <coughs> there's a, there's so many. Point, it's not that even far, really. Like if we're not yeah, you've made the trip so many times. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-hour drive—that's nothing. I mean, we realistically the the one that we like to go investigate here. It's I guess you could say in town is like a 35, 40 minute drive for us. So it's 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 realistically like the same. Yeah, like it's just it's there and back plus there and back again. Like it's not that bad. <laughs> really, that's it. And even the last spot yeah, we investigated I, I, was almost the same distance yeah. so drew drew is a paranormal veteran god i love jared you are you are you are paranormal papa paranormal papa i'm gonna get that on the back of my next t-shirt i have you know I was that right now say it's gotta be a fucking shirt now <laughs> gotta now just like satanic crawfish is still in the works <laughs> yep satanic crawfish you have to have that one yep. Yep. paranormal papa will be in the back of my next t-shirt <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You know I'll be rocking the fuck out of that. That's amazing. We actually do have a logo draw it up for uh, for the, the satanic crawfish. I'm thinking of like uh, what do you call it? Like you know, like the the rest in peace ones where it's like a real picture, but then it says like over it in white letters it says satanic and under it says crawfish, and then it's like a real picture of a crawfish. But Riley came up with this graphic design, and I was like, hey, that's pretty fucking nice. I'll have, I'll have, I'll have it here party. pretty soon. Our cool. But I mean, shoot, as much as it was funny, like, that was weird. Like, having that crawfish just cross our path in the middle of the night like that, especially on the old pond, like, where that yep. cement pad is. <laughs> Riley made a good point of, like, it could have gotten dropped by an owl or, like, you know, it's not that out of the question for it there but still i was like it's just weird that i control or i affect the animals and then we get a crawfish walking across what is that well and see, the really funny thing is yeah it said i affect the animals we had that crawfish um yep. the concrete slab the what they call the beer garden used to be the pond now if you go back to the old the original um uh investigation video i think it's video number two <laughs> Um, when Jenna is sitting down and you and her are doing the Estes yep. method, every time she heard the scream, Danny heard a scream, she heard a scream, you heard yep. a scream, it it came through on my equipment as red. Red. Yep. And it 100% to me on your equipment sounded like a bullfrog after we heard it back. It's exactly like, what it was, but there's no like water anywhere around there. Yep. What else is going on in Keller? Is it Keller or Keeler? Keeler. Keeler. Keeler or Keller? 
Uh, Keeler. Keeler? Yeah, there used to actually be a town called Keeler, and it, uh, it died out, uh, probably 75, 80 years ago. It was an old logging yeah. community. And, uh, now it's just Keeler Township. During my research... Oh, no. There go. There's a lot more burials in here than... It looks it huge. It actually oh, is. my gosh, StreamYard. What are you doing? Like, how I think, I think it's the Canadian smoke. There's a lot of unknown burials. Branching to the Medifin. And then here, there's several kids are buried. Oh, damn. And it's unmarked. So, where I could be standing could be a unmarked grave. Wherever ever else is standing. So it could be more than 3,500. All right, guys. Um, I guess we're going to pull double duty tonight. That's such a cool now shot. Now it's up here. What? It's right here. Nope, now it's out there by you. No, it's still up close. Oh, now it's going out Yeah, there. now it's going to him. Well, looky there who just popped up. What? Whoa. That's super weird. Can you look my direction so again? So tall. Oh, and it turned. Demon. Demon. You hear it? I heard that. And look, Ghost Tube is mapping you. Like it's what? it's working properly. Dude, we should get Ghost Tube. I have been dead. Demons don't scare me. Really? I heard that. Wow. So you heard that with your ears too. Oh Dude, boy, that's crazy. One of them's dancing right by Mark right there. What is it doing? The one's right behind Mark. Huh? It's like it's touching Granted, it's not like as strong as like a Kinect camera, but it still is the same capabilities. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, that was kind of strange. Who's here with you? A lady. A lady. Alright, I want to pause it here because I think this is a good learning point for everybody. Just because this cemetery was lit up too and you can see around doesn't mean you're not going to get paranormal activity. Correct. I just want people yep. to realize that. Like, you don't need to be in complete darkness and some scary backwoods, like, completely off of the beaten path. Like, no, you can realistically be standing by a roadside and get a... A, a voice or disembodied voice or anything like it's realistic to just say it doesn't matter what the circumstances around are the location really doesn't matter and the day it, it, it or really night does not matter does. either it, it, it real now it's sometimes I, I, I will say there's I circumstances for location yeah i think there's circumstances but i think realistically yeah. transient energy is a real thing because one one <laughs> Uh, Nunica Cemetery here. If you go at middle of the night, you won't get anything. But if you go at dusk, you get a bunch more. Activity. You get a bunch more activity. Yeah. Now, now we've gone out and done um, underground road graveyards in this area. Yeah. Since this this county was real big on the underground railroad movement, bringing them up out of Indiana. Then they'd stay hidden here for a little bit, and then they yep. take them up through. Uh, 
uh, up through Kalamazoo, up to Detroit, and then they'd cross the Ambassador Bridge or go way up into the upper, upper UP yep, to escape the, the, uh, the, the slave hunters. Mm. But um, we don't get a lot in the daytime here. I mean, you'll get... Uh, you'll get voice box responses and stuff, but not a lot. No interaction with electronic devices unless they're just draining your electronic devices. Uh, Mark and I done one or done two cemeteries last year back to back. We went to one for about uh, two hours and went to another one, and we had our phones charging in the car when we were going yep. in between them. So when we got out at the second cemetery, both of our phones were at a hundred percent. Mine lasted 10 minutes, his lasted 12. Wow. Wow, I mean, and you guys do have bricks. were completely dead. Like... <laughs> I, but I mean, me and Riley have encountered very similar things on some of our investigations in some cemeteries. Like, Mouth Cemetery in particular one time, like, really gave our technology, like, fits. Like, we were having trouble keeping From the batteries start. alive, like you were saying. like. You could, you could literally watch stuff just like stop working correctly. Like you'd watch some of like your meters and stuff be like working, working, and then just cut right off. And you're like, what? Well, you, it's never done this before. You guys want to yep. see, want to see something really cool. And I wish I would have put it in that video that we, that we've been watching from hmm. Keeler. Uh, Tony, our newest guy in the group has a, uh, a jump pack about Oh yeah, big about that thick. About, yep. Charge charge it like eight hours. You can jump a car with it. Yep, I was gonna say and, it's exactly uh, what it was for. But uh, I've got the rigging on my uh, on my tripod for it now yep. because my lights are all electric and everything. Yep. And you know I'll turn my my night vision lights down as low as I can. I'll run my phone plugged in, and that's about the extent of it. Um, but uh, by the end of the investigation at Keeler. We had dropped three bars on that charger. It's hard to drain that battery too. Exactly, and we were something was drinking the power out of that jump box, and so, but it was not drinking our equipment. So I so think you know everybody should have a a paranormal pump, a jump box. Just say, you know what's super wild about that too, and I'm so glad that you said everybody should because in our last investigation video. I'll give you guys a little more tea to get you guys even more excited. At one point in the video, we're doing an Estes method. Yeah, and I'm walking away from everybody, and I go to reach into my pocket because for some reason I just had the urge to like re re majigger all the wires that were in my pocket, and I had a power pack in there. And at the same exact time, me and some people that showed up during the investigation were talking about power. Yeah, and they can use power to power from all our devices to like take and use to manifest and it just so happened i had a power supply yep. in my bag and then i just took it out and was in my hand when i said that and then right after that we had some really cool shit happen yeah probably the most convincing stuff we've had happen in a long time still want to be in living history it, it said like a lady while you're doing that, we'll watch one more of those. Yeah, it, it, Jerry loosed it. it. A lady. A lady. Love the accent, though. Point four. Point four? Interesting. It is not cold enough 
out here for me to be getting the chills like I am. But for some reason, I just had to put on a fourth layer. What are you feeling? I know that feeling too, though, that cold feeling where it's like, I don't know why it feels colder, but it does. Dude, whatever whatever was out there, it was so cold. It went through this long sleeve plant uh, or uh, long underwear mm -hmm. shirt. It went through a black uh, long sleeve shirt. It went through my tactical vest. Yep. And it went Layers. through my t-shirt. It's crazy. That happens a lot on these things. You're getting nothing now? I said zero. I mean, they need it. That setup is so sick. <laughs> wow, the ghost team is actually pretty accurate. Yeah, it maps well. Try to talk to him some more. Like, it's not. Perfect, but okay, it, it's mapping people right correctly. Yeah, we there's always an echo. Uh, I, I we I I really think that the headphones, since headphones are so old. Yeah, uh, that's something yeah. I have to invest in one day is a new set of steady right stereo here, headphones. Since I have the money to do it, in front of me. right? So everybody, go donate. <laughs> I'm not putting my uh, my PayPal up in the chat so they can't donate. Oh yeah, it's it's hard out here for pants. Like for us paranormal investigators, it's it's getting so much more expensive every fucking month, and it's insanity. That's why I love that dude that was a ghostorama man from from down in Valparaiso, Indiana. He builds all their equipment, and he, now he's going to start building equipment, and selling it. So that's, that's where I picked up that uh, picked up that new yeah. uh, that new box at the other day or hey, last man. few weeks ago when we were there. No, he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, shoot, like. I'm I'm all for people making money, but the Ovulus is the exact same thing as the five dollar app you can buy on the app store. That works it really is. just as good. I just don't see why it's six hundred dollars for the Ovulus. I mean, granted, it's cool, like it's really cool. But it literally is the same thing as Spirit, as Spirit Talker. Talker, yeah. And I really Whoa. believe that Spirit Talker is actually legitimate. Yeah, I think well, some of the words that come through don't make sense. Here's but, a kick in the PP for you, but uh, <laughs> that uh, yeah I know uh, nothing worse than a kick in the PP. Um, no. The uh, paranormal music box like Tommy has, yeah. you know, <laughs> they make Christmas and Halloween and I think Thanksgiving uh, little music boxes yep. from, and they work the same way, but they're like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. Instead of paying a hundred some odd dollars for a, a parent. Yeah, that's motion censored. Yeah. It's literally the same exact bullshit. It doesn't work that great, but it's also old as fuck now. It's also old as fuck. Yeah, well, you know. That's that, that can't turn that fucker off. But yeah, it's just the motion it's yeah, basically I, the same thing. I have a hard time believing that every piece of equipment that we can 
realistically buy on the market is legitimate. Mm -hmm. So like REM pods and things like that, I think they're very it's our favorite tool. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, the duck is by far my favorite tool because it's there's no way that I have got to get some of those ducks. Dude, it's it's the best thing ever because you can 100% honestly say nobody's going to use this duck for paranormal hunting when you make a duck like that. You usually, right? So, but, so when we bring that into our paranormal investigations, it's like, well, immediately you get the validation from people that it's a tool, but it's also not specifically used just for paranormal and hunting. And the fact that we've only had it go off yeah. at one location. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we ingenued it to do every it. Every single one of our videos has never gone off again. So it actually happens again. Like we're proving that like it yeah. has to be paranormal. Trigger objects are trigger yeah. objects for a reason. Like it does not like you can hit it. You can I think you click the button. I click the button, right? button the top. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a hard click crazy huh. i love it it's my favorite wow. all right let's watch some more of this video okay and then we can watch a scary 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 video makes it play better maybe it's so eerie the the thriller it just said Estes. Oh. While you're doing the Estes method? That's pretty crazy. Getting ready to. Over him. His body. Now go. Why do you want us to go? Something feels really, really cold. All of a sudden. Yeah, I think maps in pretty good. Yeah, let's say it's mapping good. Yeah, let's say it's good. that's actually something behind him. <laughs> Look at how ornate that stone is. Fix it. I mean, like, honestly, like, you can just see it in your body posture, too. Like, like you're, you're standing so rigid compared to how you normally do. Like, you just look aggressive. You don't look like you're acting like Right now, I'm feeling really, really angry. Yeah, and the thing is, look how the look how the SL is picking up the figure, constantly morphing and changing and moving, um, right there in that in that uh, that that clip. That's so interesting. Do you know? Aren't you going to talk to me anymore? <laughs> I know you did. Are you going to talk anymore? You can't. I was like really losing there for a second. You were. 
I've never <laughs> seen it like that before. The three years we've done it, that, I think that was... Our green screen literally just fell down. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Yeah, we had to put it back up real quick, and I was like, it's actually... Wait. <laughs> That's super interesting, though. I like that ghost tube on the SLS, though. Like, that's an interesting tool that people can utilize. That's probably a, I would say it's an entry level SLS camera for sure. I think yep. it would probably work the best in the daytime. Actually, that's a good point because I bet you, if you have better light, it maps even better. Yeah. Because it's just probably detecting motion in certain shape with your camera. <laughs> Those dweebs are right. Something did fall down last time we had a stream too at my house. But now we're at Riley's house, so something's following us. Although this 25-foot fucking green screen is being held up by like pixie sticks and tacks, so I wouldn't even know that it's fell down from the weight of it. Wow. It sounds like a Tennessee uh, Tennessee pickup truck held together by spit, bubble gum, and bacon wire. We've we've tried so many different ways to like hang it's this so up so that it looks easier to like take down and like put back up it's literally 20 feet long yeah it literally takes up half my room when, uh, when you guys actually make it down here you will see my uh my family dollar green screen i love that i i That's actually went out and bought like three yeah i got three of the green plastic tablecloths no shit and I've got one whole wall here in the studio that's just green screen. But and it I've works got so much nice, shit in here, it only takes half my room up. But. Yeah, that's how I feel about my house. It's like, why do I have so much shit? All right, do you do you want to pull up, say, like a, a, a live react video like we did that one time? And then... Yeah, have him react. Yeah, yeah. so we previously, a long time ago, we watched some... Um, some clips of things that people submitted that you know make their rounds on youtube or other other websites and people put them into compilation videos so what we like to do is like watch them and be like well that's fucking creepy or that's real or that's, that's not BS. real and then you know like give our little like our little like two minutes of two cents on it i'm 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 happy dude. i'm interested in see how you react to some of this stuff. Yeah, because there, yeah, there's, there's so many paranormal investigative teams yep. on YouTube anymore. I don't get a chance to watch all of them. Now, I'll tell you it's one guy I've just started watching, and I believe it's called um, Nothing Scares Beardy or or something like that. But he goes around, he, 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 he tries to debunk your big name, Mozarty, the twins. Uh, mm -hmm. things like that and I mean he uh, he he's he, he try he tries to be kind about it but sometimes <laughs> things are so bad that you know you can't be gentle about it I love that guy he's hilarious right. you ever watched Nuke's Top 5 before? yes Ben from Afterlife Road actually had one of their videos uh the, the 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 old mill up by Lansing when uh, when he screamed like a goat. Um, oh It made yeah. one of nukes. It made one of nukes oh. last year. See, this is why I like to do these live reacts on this stuff because it's like one of our friends 
had their videos on this, and we know for a fact that he's not faking paranormal evidence. Right. So that just mad that that adds some reality, like reality to me, where it's like, hey, some of this really is real that we see on these like top five videos, where it's like that there's something there. I can't explain it. Plus, nukes caught live on camera. This next creepy clip was sent in by John Robinson, who goes by the streamer name J Rob. Now, John frequently goes live on YouTube with his friends to talk sports and debate their favorite players and teams. But during one of these late night live streams, something happens that shocks them all to their core. All right, I think y'all need to build off of those two people and a couple of more pieces. I do like RJ Barrett, but I don't know, it might be time for him to go as well. You never really know. So I, I say you just build off of those. Okay. That's, That's real. Really wild. That's real as fuck. I just oh, yo, Junebug, chill out. Yo, that wasn't even a person. Junebug, chill out. Bro, I got time for this. Yo, did we catch a ghost on stream? Bro, stop. No, stop it. Stop Junebug, it. Chill out. I don't want hey, 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 hey. No, I, I didn't see it. I didn't see anything. I was the one. <laughs> yo, that was <laughs> fucking crazy. I'm going to go look at it right now. Bro. What? What, Junebug, what happened? That what? was not a person. You must have watched it, man. Well, what are y'all talking no about? Hey, yo, 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 chill out, Like, man. It, it's up. possible to take that. Bro, at the same time, it's it, like, very organic for the reaction. Run back the clip. Please, somebody run back Run it back in five minutes. An unexplained dark figure seems to walk past John's friend, Chris, even though Chris is completely alone at home. Now, he, he, he reacts, Chris turns on sure. the light, and comes back to watch. Yo, what the hell? Bro, what the I ain't even smoking I'm not playing on Yo, J-Rob. I'm, bro, I'm smoking on that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 He's way too calm for that, though. Did I see it, bro? Oh, what the fuck was bro, that? And then Chris looked both ways like he felt his energy. Like, bro. Hey, hey, Chris. I felt like a cold chill, but honestly, bro. Oh my God. Chris, you might want to go after that. I, I ain't even. I haven't looked at it yet. That's I'm gonna look super at it all fucking that. weird. I'm not gonna lie, that's but super context, weird. Yo, I, I don't know what the hell happened, but apparently, like, apparently, like something just like walked past me. Oh my God. I feel like a chill, and then like all of a sudden, these J Bob Junebug, they start wilding out. I'm just like, I'm like, yo, 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 like what the hell is happening? Like, yo, like both just went past you. Ghost? Damn, there's something just went past. Yo, Jay, I'm about to look at the video right now. Hold on. I'm not. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I can't even. I'm so distracted. I'm so distracted right now, bro. That actually. series traveled to Lynn, Indiana. What do you think? I don't know. That's. Well, and see, I was looking. I was looking more at him, but out of my peripheral, I was kind of watching the wall back yeah. there. And I didn't. I, I didn't see any shadow on him whatsoever. So. That's a good point. Whatever was there was behind him in the couch, and which would mean there'd have to be a secondary light source. Uh, well, we're backwards here, so so over this. Damn it! Which yeah. way am I going? 
over this direction somewhere. Yeah. So it catches, you know, that area on the wall. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. There's so many good effects people. Um, I know. That's the part that scares me. Well, it's that's hard to do on a live. It really, I mean, honestly, is now. Really, I don't know how you would even. Unless he had like some type of green screen that he was able to like time it, or like how did they film that video to make that happen? I I do want to know if that was literally seen live. That would be the one that confirmed it for me. Like if if people were in that stream watching it and then it happened organically like that, then yeah, I would believe it. We have to go to the, the live chat. Yeah, if that's actually if that was actually a live stream, I don't know how they would have done it during a live stream all right i mean you know you you guys have seen my videos i've thrown some up shit in the background of my videos i've had bigfoot back there i've had aliens i've taken off in the tardis and flown away in dr brown's delorean and all kinds of stuff but i mean that's things here on my green screen for an intro or an outro to a video but during a live stream, there's no possible way I could do that. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how to. Do I, that. Yeah, I, I just. That's, that's I don't even know I how to know. make a green screen do video. I don't know how you impose something over a live stream like that. That's just so much technical work that I'm not. Yeah, to. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was fake. I, I, I don't see how it could have been fake. I don't either. All right, next one. Diana to investigate a 100-year-old church. The church is said to be haunted by the spirit of Jim Jones, an Ooh. infamous doomsday oh, cult damn. leader. Back in 1978, Jones was responsible for the death of his followers, a group of over 900 men, women, and children. The church no longer holds services, but visitors claim to have heard disturbing and footsteps. Some even claim to have seen the tragic spirit of a woman, multiple children, and a foreboding male presence that many believe to be the ghost of Jim Jones. Now, the Foreman brothers are usually pretty calm and collected during their investigations, but as they explore the old church, they start to get a little freaked out as they immediately begin to hear odd, unexplained sounds and receive disturbing messages on their spirit boxes. Oh, shit. Don't. Don't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cuss. Thank you for talking to me. Would you like to tell me what your name is? Jim. Jim and he, Lord. Said Jim and then said Lord. Oh my goodness. Sean hears an unexplained bang and his spirit box begins to repeat the name Jim the name of the infamous cult leader, Jim Jones. Meanwhile, as Brother Josh investigates another area of the church, he too has a similar terrifying experience. We know Jim Jones came here for many years as a child, and then he moved on and became a reverend at different churches. And then they did some very bad things. Whoa! Holy...
Okay, that was loud. Yeah, that was loud. <laughs> Holy crap. Once again, a loud bang immediately followed by the spirit box message. Jim. Cut to the upstairs area of the church and former brother Rocky experiences a scare of his own. All the lights are on too. What makes this piece of evidence so much more compelling? Watch as the phone is lifted up and slammed down at the exact same time the EDI alerts Rocky to a spirit being Whoa. present. But the now this is only moved. the beginning of their strange night in the haunted Whoa. church. We're going. Because things are about to take an even more terrifying turn. Sean Foreman heads up into the dark church attic all alone to investigate. I love and you. it did not Sucker. go well. Right there. That's dust. Whoa. Okay. I hear you. Do you not like me talking about. Oh, oh my. Whoa. That's genuine. It's so freaking dark out here, I can't see. Oh crap! Yep, I'm out. That's so weird. Smart. Oh, yeah. It's coming! Wait, what? Bless me! God! No! Oh my god! Wait, did he fall? Wait. Whatever the heck was out there just came running at me down the steps. Oh. Holy sh! I'm out of here. Yep, Josh can have it. Sean is all you can alone. You coming from somewhere in the attic. Sean has had enough and hurries down the stairs to just get hey, Jenna, out of there. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening while you're driving, on. Yeah, thanks, wifey. Don't text and drive. Also, close that fucking stroller on your own next time. <laughs> you realize she has to come home sometime, and it's your ass in the grinder, but. That's why I'm at Riley's. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm sure she's where he lives too. Yeah, she definitely does. We're fucked. But oh my god. So I've actually watched this guy's video. We have before. we have literally and spoke I've about this. I've watched some of his stuff too. Before. I've never seen him actually get spooked before. So you guys can both agree that that phone moving on its own, realistically, Crazy. there's no way that that was a string or anything like that. No, not with this guy. No way. No, not only that, like just like the way it, it pops, like it's like poop, and then it falls out. Like it's like, yep, boom. Like yep. we now we have to go do this place, Riley. Like you said, we we can potentially go do it if we just you know really rent it out. Are you looking it up right now? You better. Oh my god, <laughs> I just I I love like the history of cult, <laughs> like, especially the Jim Jones one. Like it's super interesting. Yeah, yeah. The way it just uh, the way it just said Jim, uh, just not not a minute after he said Jim. Uh, but right. also look at the fact too, and you know you you got a little bit better access to uh, looking up online. What is the percentage of people, or yeah, what is the percentage of people in America named Jim? It's one of the most oh, popular names be... out there. Yeah, say it's got to be fairly high in honesty. Like, I if I had to just guess, I would say probably 
34 percent like if uh, we're doing like a global reach i think probably around 30s you know now i mean if, if, if his name was gulliver jones or something like that then you know uh, it, i would say you probably have less less than a one percent chance that you know that the, the voice box is gonna is gonna say gulliver but right. you know i've noticed a lot of times though just depending on the investigation that and i don't know if it's the fact that they're trying to let you know that they are intelligent that they're not uh just an echo uh of the past that they're actually an interactive intelligence that they will um they will repeat things you say Right here, Jim Jones, you know, Boyhood what, Church. You know, like in the uh, like in the video we were watching a little bit ago. Um, Mark is wanting to do the Estes. Wanting to do the Estes. Right, can we do the Estes now? Sure. I start doing the Estes. What does it say? Estes. Yeah, that's weird. Like that's not just a coincidence. Like that's one hundred percent. You can draw the line there where it's like, hey, that said it because it knows what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and maybe it doesn't necessarily know what we're doing, but it's repeating what it's heard. Yep. Now, yep. if I said something like, oh, Mark, don't be goofy. And it said, you know, don't be goofy, Mark. That would be that would be like the the the, the kitten shitting right there. I mean, that would just the be. Shit. <laughs> the kitten shitting. The kitten shitting. I actually right. love that. Let's roll on. it. House. One day, their realtor reaches out to them about a house in Maine that has been empty for five years. Unfortunately, Amethyst hey, and her man. husband are out of town at the time, so she asks her parents to meet up with their realtor and take a look at the house for her. Turns out the home is actually in pretty bad shape, so That's Amethyst's mother makes the wise decision like, to record a video of the house, the house to show her daughter. daughter. When Amethyst eventually watches the footage back, she is shocked. So the back door we just went out is down that little hall from the front entry. Front entry. And this is the mystery staircase. What are we going to see? Used to lead to something. Oh, what the fuck? Why is it blocked? Off? Uh, it's been enclosed. Yeah, they work. That runs the kitchen. Kitchen lights. Well, those are kitchen lights. Uh -huh. You can tell okay. it's old too, from like just just the way the cabinets look, sink tile splash, all that. Oh yeah. A strange voice can be heard, and it almost sounds like it's chanting. Yeah, bizarre, unexplained chanting is then followed by a creepy whisper or sigh that seems to come from right beside Amethyst's mother. So the back door we just went out is down that little hall from the front entry. Right there, though. Front entry. Yeah. That, I thought this was a mystery staircase. Oh, we? No, they don't even know what's happening. Used to lead to something. After Amethyst asked her parents and the realtor about the... That's literally what disembodied voices sound like, people. Like, I'm so glad that they caught that so clean because that's what we experience when we catch voices on our reporters and things like that. It's literally that, yep. where you hear yourself talking and you'll be like, I don't remember hearing any other sounds. Like, what is that? 
And, and sometimes it's just the, the, the device, the, the electromagnetics in the device that will pick it up when it's mm. either it's octaves too high or whatever out of our audible range. Yep. Um, Dog whistles are a good range. example. Dog whistles are a beautiful example. We can't hear them, but by God, it drives a dog nuts. Yeah, right up a fucking wall. And I mean, look, look at animals uh, when it comes to um, uh, paranormal. Yeah. Uh, that video that I've got coming out tomorrow on um, on, on folklore being powerful, the, the Deadwood or the... Uh, um, the the monster out there in West Virginia, oh Flatwoods, um, the Flatwood monster, you know oh, when we know those creepy people went out. Well, when those people went out, when it when it, when the craft first landed, and the mother and her two kids and uh, the National Guardsmen and a couple other neighborhood kids went out. They had their dog with them, and the dog took off and ran into the woods barking. And just a few seconds later, right back past him with his tail between his legs. So dogs aren't really I mean, scared of much. Now, see my cat, Ralphie. You know he. Uh, I love that name. Uh, Ralph is very in tune. He he would tell us when Grandpa Bob was here, even before Grandma passed away back in January. And he will sit a lot of times in the living room floor and stare at her pillows on the couch. And, and you don't think that's true, do you? I don't. After after a few minutes, he'll, he'll just sit and he'll... like just he's watch. watching her leave the room. Interesting. Let's see what so, we got rolling out this next clip here. Where in the uh, mountains yeah. of Japan, there is only one eerie entrance to the village, and it's via a tunnel that goes through a mountain that's not with a creepy. single unexplained Tory gate yeah, that, right beside the opening. That's not creepy. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Japanese culture, a Tory gate is most commonly found okay. at the entrance of or within a Shinto shrine, a structure whose main purpose is to house one or more Japanese deities. However, oh, deities. this little okay. wooden gate They're doesn't like appear to be at or near a shrine of any kind. So Shiro and his friend are a little confused and freaked out why is he wearing why a it would be built right next to a tunnel. What's funny is this is literally like videos that we make. Although, why is homie wearing a mask? This creepy. Now, little do the friends know that while they were distracted, something appears to be watching them from the other side of the tunnel. I thought I was a twisted dark figure with no okay. recognizable features. I don't know if I believe Unaware this. Unaware of the mysterious figure, Shiro and his friend device. decide to drive through the tunnel to investigate the abandoned village. And this is when things start to get really 
weird. While driving through the tunnel, a terrifying inhuman scream can be heard coming from right behind them. But nevertheless, they continue on. Shiro and Tai finally make it to the abandoned village and walk around inspecting oh, various houses to see if anyone could possibly still be living there. Yeah. It's crazy because in Japan there's a lot of buildings like that. Oh, there is a lot of buildings. That's so creepy. Slips and falls in. Oh, oh, you do kind of see that uh, like a shadow in there. Mm -hmm. You do. Yeah, it's almost like the light plays like a weird effect too, because like right when you look down, it doesn't move. Oh, dude, that's terrifying. Wait, but why is there water filling that up? Although if that happened to me and I didn't notice that and then I went back and watched the video and I opened the door after that, fuck that. That's so eerie. Shiro doesn't seem to notice when a white figure appears to walk past the door right in front of him. But when he opens that door and takes a look inside, there's no one there. The two friends walk up to another house to get a better look, and they begin to hear strange okay, sounds coming from all thing. around them. Really early. Yeah, but it's an abandoned village. Animals are a real thing. Hold Oh, oh. Shit. Looks like it's mad. Kind of. It, uh, that. that looks to me, mask. when he moved his arm in front of it, when it got brighter, it didn't. The, there was no contrast on the face. Shiro's camera captures a bizarre misshapen like, face like, watching no the investigator all from the inside same. the house. Other than some strange noises and a voice, Shiro and Tai believe that they haven't really captured much of anything. It looks just like his mask. Oh, you're actually completely right. It does kind of look just like 
That's actually a really good point. I mean, it's de- they definitely hit the like creepy factor if yeah. that's what they're yeah, going I, for. I don't think any factor. of their videos real. I think that was all. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that one's film work. They did a great job. Like that's a spooky film, honestly. But it, Asia that's... is uh, is some place I would really like to go. I was just going to say I Cambodia, agree. Japan, Mongolia. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about one of the oldest cultures. Yep. On the planet, and they hold their 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 magic, their paranormal, their mysticism very very dear to heart, and it's a major part of their own religious beliefs. Well, yeah. I mean, look at like beliefs. samurai and things like that. You know, like the just the the deep history that's steeped in that, and how people were literally committing suicide for their their shogun, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Not even twice about it like it's it's crazy to me and again you mentioned the samurai their masks were representation of demonic faces Hmm. those those were demon faces those were faces of some of their most evil deities that would you know use them to project fear into their enemies before they even drew their sword yeah doing I'm telling and this is so Slap ham. I'm familiar with that one. You, I was say, do you know Slap Ham? That's another good one that we like to watch too. It's just honestly, like I, I hate to say that these are all fake, but because they're not. But it's a good place if you're looking for evidence all in one area southwest of London. It's a good place to find them. I'm, I'm never a good person to sit down and. And, and review somebody else's work only because, you know, I am all about that, that para-unity thing, you know, not mm. downing each other and, and stuff like that. And for people to sit and dispute what a person catches on film, if they're not there to experience it too... You can, I mean, how can you want, I mean, unless it's so blatantly fake, you know, like, you know, 1971 Doctor Who, where you see the heart is flying through space and you see the fingers in the string up in the very top of your TV. Right. I mean, unless it's so blatantly badly done, then how can you say what they really honestly heard or, I mean, I, I've been on investigations and I've heard weird shit and and people look at me and go i didn't hear anything yeah okay yeah sometimes, sometimes i think what happens is uh selective as well like the spirits didn't choose want, to speak to you yeah they didn't want other people to hear whatever it was that they're trying to you know communicate to because it was meant for you yeah. right and and as for as for seeing faces and stuff you know, there is such is a thing as matrixing, matrixing. Yeah. and, you know, the brain being what it is, I mean, one of the most complex computers known to man, you know, it automatically tries to make association with something that it knows. So the first thing it does when it sees a shape that looks like it could have two eye sockets or the bridge of a nose or a small shadow. It automatically starts picking out <laughs> facial features. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at the I watched video. a video the other day. Yeah. I just watched a video the other day where 
um, a guy swore up and down that in a mountain in Washington that there was a large rectangular open door carved in the side of this mountain that he knew what? for sure because it was in an area where a lot of uh, a lot of alien uh, UFOs and uh, UAFs had been seen. I have seen. a picture of a door in uh, the Grand Canyon that I found. Yeah, well, they actually took a helicopter up, and uh, I know oh, what shit. it was. I was watching uh, Destination uh, Destination X and with Josh okay. and uh, yeah, I love they were out. I love my man's. Yeah, they were out. Um, they were out investigating that mountain, and they took a helicopter up and flew around it. And when you hit it just right, the shadows and the formation of the rocks, yes, from two thousand foot down yeah, in the right light, like, looked like a large open door. But up there, it was just different rocks throwing different just, shadows. Yeah, just stone, yeah. just right geometry wise, like to make it yeah. illusionary, like it. Yes, yeah. so cool, and though. you know they went back down. And they said, "Here's the pictures of it from a hundred yards away, and here's what you're seeing from two thousand feet." So, and, and way down here compared to being up here above, looking at it. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, the brain, the brain is our worst enemy. It's our best friend, and it's our worst oh, yeah. enemy when it comes to doing what we do. Agreed. Because a lot of us are so to find that piece of proof and that's why I rely more on electrical devices than I do my own perception of things because yeah. when I go out to an investigation if, if, I, if I'm hearing something on a voice recorder like oh well that that said this so somebody else might hear something totally different somebody else might hear something totally different that so that's that why when I come home, why, yeah, yeah, and that's why when I come home, when I edit, everybody says, "Well, you know, we take three, four weeks to edit." I said, "Well, see, you don't, you you sleep, I don't." Right. Yeah. I come home from an investigation at midnight. I might crawl in bed at five a.m., get back up at seven, and start editing again. And you know, I might go to work at eleven, come home at two, and I start editing again. And I do it until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning before I lay down for two hours and get back up and edit again. So, Fucking Iron Man. <coughs> Paranormal yeah, Papa. I, uh, Papa. I, and this is why Paranormal Papa is killing himself because he sleeps <laughs> two or three hours. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, guys, I'll Papa tell you what. <sighs> Paranormal Papa. I, I, that is going on the back of a T-shirt. Has to, no. If I could get little animated pictures of you guys, I would get in the low corners looking at it. Have paranormal pop up there. Just have like these little, little pictures of you guys from like the waist up pointing at it or something like that. <laughs> I love that. It could be like the how you see the soccer mom vans where it's like 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 the kids on the back of the window and it's like <laughs> you get one where it's like Tommy looking, Riley looking, me looking, Jenna looking. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Oh, gosh. It would. That, that would actually be really cool. So hit that subscribe button and get ready for more stop. creepy content. Um, hit our sub yes. button first. Our logos are cooler. 
What would you do if you discovered a strange creature living in your garden shed? In this video, posted to YouTube by Travazar, the uploader I'd investigates... I'd throw a box of Cheerios and a six-pack of beer and say, have According to the YouTuber, the shed was empty. Phone home. Go phone home. My casa su casa. However, he decided to turn the camera on shortly after hearing odd noises coming from the area. The footage begins with the YouTuber approaching the doorway to the shed. One. Oh wait, my bad. If I found a strange creature living in my garden shed, I'd leave a trail of Reese's Pieces going into my bedroom. Perhaps there's a human intruder taking refuge. Like Elliot did to E.T. Right. The call is answered with a terrifying screeching noise. Take a look at what happens. Hey! Hey! I'm sorry, what? The YouTuber backs away in fear, cursing at whatever's taken up residence in his shed. Alright, so we all know we had to try to make that noise it made. Throwing shit? He threw that brick in there. Oh, like one. Wait, that sounded like a koala bear, bro. He's gonna drop there. As he peeks through the doorway, we can see a piece of wood moving in the shadows. Oh shit! I want to see it, damn it. Or don't be a pussy, just run in there and tackle it. Yeah. I mean, you heard it, just go... And <laughs> run at it. See, I would just... <laughs> the YouTuber moves around to the side of the building to get a better look. There, the same beam of wood is sticking out through a window. There was a fucking window right there, bro. I didn't even look in the first place. He aims the camera inside, and for a split second, a shadowy face can be seen. Look. Oh, yeah, you can see in between the wood right there. Oh, yeah. That looked like a deformed the ass human. Out a sign before we get a chance to see it clearly. It then begins to shake the piece of wood once again. I ain't gonna lie, it's fucking sketchy though. He said, oh shit. The YouTuber backs away for a moment, but manages to catch another glimpse of the creature's face when he returns. Oh, you, I saw too it. Quick yeah, I, too dark yeah. to make out anything but a vague silhouette and several shadowy features. I like this one, honestly. So what could this creature possibly be? Many viewers seem to agree that it isn't an ordinary animal. One commenter mentioned that he's been plagued with a similar creature in his own now. shed and had to burn the structure down just to get rid of it. Hey! Hey! It's like a little troll or something. Well, that was one way to get rid of an infestation. Yeah, burn it out. That's what they did in hey. Vietnam. So what do you think's taken up residence in this YouTuber's shed? Troll. Take another look at the footage and let me know what you think in the Some comment section. It's a gold thing. That's creepy. That's very it's creepy. It's a goblin. It's, it's a goblin. It's, it's a goblin. It's a goblin. Yeah. Those, those are goblin. Goblin.
Those dweebs said it best. Now it's now it's their shit. Yep, it's their shit. It's Dobby's shed now. Misguided Road Trips is a YouTube channel that documents Stacy and Cliff's adventures around the United States. The pair often travel to strange and unusual historical sites that are rumored haunted. In this episode, Stacy and Cliff explore an undisclosed cemetery somewhere in the south of the United States. The crew begin by walking around the property. And we drove down here to find out what they, uh, what cemetery it was. It's clear that this graveyard is intended to all that often. Wow, look at how weird those crypts are, I guess you could call that. Because it's... That one's 1999. I've never seen cement, like... As they search the grounds, they begin to hear some strange sounds. Oh, oh that's sad. Gunfire. Oh, shooting. Yeah, see that right there is the reason that you have the concrete lids on it. Yeah. Grave robbers. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. At one point, they inadvertently catch something behind a tree, a sighting they only discovered oh. after they reviewed the footage. Over on this side. I thought I'd seen it earlier than this. Alright. What tree are we speaking of? Oh, what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? I can't... I honestly can't, I can't tell. That looks like part of the tree. Yeah. Alright. That looks like part of the tree to me, too. Later in the investigation, Stacy sets up a spirit looks like box the chick the from the ring. communicating with any entities <laughs> that are present. Oh, a free elf. During the spirit box session, something you move, you break. Place in the background. Oh, did you, did you see it? Oh, it's what in the, the middle. It's walking it between the trees. It just disappeared. A dark figure can be seen walking among the trees in the background. Looks like someone wearing a robe. It definitely just looks like somebody wearing a black sheet. <laughs> I'm a spirit. Did you hear that? It appears that Stacy and Cliff didn't Kinda, notice the yeah. figure at the time of filming, but the spirit box seems to refer to a third person being present. Up for a little bit Naturally, this sighting sent the comments section into I a don't know about behind the tree right here. to point out the strange robed figure. Most people were stunned at the sighting, but understandably, there were a few people who thought the capture was too good to be true. I think it's too good to be I true. Was, a lot of viewers have defended the footage, say, like, saying that Stacy is a genuine person and isn't known for pulling stunts like this in any of her other videos. Oh, yeah. Others suggested it may have just been a real person walking through the property at I the same time. I was literally just going to say, it's not that uncommon for people to do, do weird shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> well... And so this is one reason, too. Just real quick, guys. As always, I'll throw this out to you, the viewers, for final judgment. Let me know where you sit on. And this is one reason why um, you'll see me in a lot of videos talk about um, letting 
the town, letting the town's law enforcement, county law enforcement, sometimes state law enforcement, the sext into the cemetery, notifying all of them when you want to go in and do an investigation, even though there's no posted open and closing signs. Mm. I mean, it's, it's legal for you to be there at night, but much like uh, uh, the, the uh, Prospect Hill Cemetery in Pawpaw, Michigan. Huge cemetery, a lot of history, very active location. But they have, because of the thickness of the woods, the nearby river, old buildings located in the woods from the, when the town started, there's a huge concentration of homeless people that live in the woods around the cemetery. Ooh, and yeah. they've been known to come out and chase people in the cemetery and 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 frighten them, try to rob their cars, things oh, like yeah. that. They they only wanted us. Police told us we have no problem to go in, but please leave by midnight. And it was really really hard to leave by midnight because there was so much activity there. Right. That was a, that was the investigation. That Mark couldn't go on here a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I took our friend Christy, who was going out with us that time, and then took my mother-in-law because, well, she's a huge ghost adventure fan, and she's not right. afraid of anything, <laughs> uh, or so she thought. Aha! But, you know, we're on the hillside filming up towards, there used to be a tower there that the original founder of the, of the land um, built that you could supposedly see Lake Michigan from. It's like 90 feet tall or something like that. Old wooden tower. Yeah. And because um, they wanted to know when the storms and stuff were coming in. Because Paw Paul's not that far from the lake. I mean, 45 not minutes really. maybe. Not really. Yeah, it's not that so, far. But um, they didn't want us there past midnight because that's when people started to come out and they were looking for you know, whatever. I mean, some of the homeless people there are really kind. Some of them are, let's just say some of them have got a rap sheet longer than my We'll say unpleasant. (laughs) We'll say unpleasant. But it's always a good idea to let people know, especially people in an authoritative position. Because I've, I've been amazed how many times, you know, we've just had an officer roll through with his, just his parking lights on. And he'll see us out moving around and we'll, you know, shine a light on ourselves and we'll wave and he'll blink his headlights or something at us and pull on out. You yeah. know, they may not believe in what we do, believe that what we do is real, mm-hmm. but they still respect us as long as we treat them professional they treat us professional back and exactly and that's always a good idea to let it. people know you know um, but uh, there's a cemetery right here close to town five miles away from town uh, witch's coven has has been known to do ceremonies there. there's a big divot a circle witches in huh? the cemetery yeah the witches, a witches coven from right here in the county that used to meet there because it's way back off the road, a cattle path between two fields, and uh, the woods comes out and it's a big half circle and it formed into a T. And that's super weird. The cemetery ground is a, is a perfect circle. 
But we've, we've communicated with the spirits there, and they confirmed the fact that witches have been there practicing dark magic. Damn. That that was the Wright Cemetery. That was one of the first investigations we done. Where I took my wife and daughter, and Mark yeah. took his wife. And I literally had to grab Mark by his belt loop because he'd come infatuated with this thing called the Twisty Tree. It was just this the gnarled old tree. tree. Yeah, just this gnarled old tree right outside cemetery grounds. And um, the, the spirits we talked to said that the witches made that tree gnarled and ugly. Oh. And uh, huh. Mark, Mark and my wife got so attached to that tree that I literally, he kept wanting to turn around when we were leaving. Um, he wanted to keep wanting keep to turn around and go back to that tree, and I grabbed him by his back loops, and we walked him to the cars. And I got him in his car to leave, and my wife flipped on the headlights and turned on the brights and just sat and stared back in the direction of that tree. Huh. And I had, to, I had to keep tapping her, and she finally backed out, and we drove back out the path and back out on the road, but she won't go back there. Yeah, I mean, shit, that's really weird. I, like, I believe 100% too that if a witch coven is around there and that stuff is realistic, and I don't know how much stock I put in it, but I also do think that anything is possible at this point, that, yeah, like they were affected from some dark dark shit that we don't understand imagine i like what dweeb said imagine just minding your business walking in the woods and becoming someone's paranormal creature where where is that cemetery <laughs> at well you know and and i can agree with that dweeb i really honestly am but if you're walking through the woods in a hooded long black cloak and you're pacing like that thing was, you're trying to get someone's attention. Yeah. You're I mean that that thing's trying. got a very slow very slow pace to it. It's like okay, no. alright, you're trying to get their attention. Not even discreetly. You want to become their paranormal creature. It, it, it doesn't look... It looks organic like a person, like a normal living person would walk. And then it flows like a... It looks like it's walking. That's it what it makes It does me kind of disappear before it hits the tree, yeah. but... It's, eh. Eh. I just don't know. In February 2021, TikTok Love user Alice Nash One shared some freaky no, home security shit. footage that couldn't quite be explained. They shared it on their social media where it called This is a really good one right here. I just uh I, I just watched this clip uh, in one of my videos last week. I don't think I've seen this one yet. He goes down the stairs in a shadow path. Why does that come up? What the And then That's shoot really right in the lower right corner. You can see a strange shadowy figure walks up the stairs past one of the residents. Why does it look like his shadow leaves his body and starts walking away? That's it passes him. It's transparent and amorphous. Yeah, it, it does like pass him. And like you can see like it almost ducks you can like it's trying to walk up the stairs. Like, you can see its arm go up camera. Like hand. Whoa. 
I've never seen that one. A lot of viewers I, on TikTok called it a great catch, fearing that they indeed believe this to be a genuine paranormal sighting. That's the real suggested it could be a shadow figure or even a demon. Yeah, you can see like what looks like his arm reach out for the guy, like the guide what rail. Things being caught on this Damn, security dude, camera. that's really cool. In the comment section down below. And see what he just said right there. What he just said right there. I yep. hate that shit. It could be a shadow or possibly a demon. A demon. Oh, what makes you what? What made you think well, of yeah, what trying to bite his neck off? In New York State, our last entry comes from another one of our viewers, Angie May Ordway. I just, I, I Angie hate that runs a paranormal demon, investigation demon group called that. Paranormal Souls on YouTube. In this clip, the team are exploring the old lighthouse in Dunkirk, cool New York. Building. As evening really sets cool in, the team explores the old property. Oh, yeah. is that them talking or is that them talking? It was something else. Built in 1827, the light tower was first established on Point Gratiot and worked in tandem with a pierhead beacon to guide ships to Dunkirk beacon. Harbour on Lake Erie. Oh, in Dunkirk? Over the years, the property has Harbor? become infamous for being haunted. I've heard about this one. The old lighthouse keeper's living quarters are said to be full of mysterious happenings. That wouldn't be Employees and tourists alike have reported music playing, disembodied whispering, and doors opening and closing, seemingly all on their own. In the late 1800s, the lighthouse keeper at the so time cool. and another worker tried to rescue two children who were drowning in Lake Erie. Mm -hmm. Sadly, the rescue attempt didn't go well. The worker and the two children died. Many locals believe that their spirits linger around the lighthouse even today. Back in the tower, Angie and the team begin to hear some orb. strange noises. That was an orb. Oh, shit. You hear that? Sucks that they had the REM pod go off right when I said it. Oh, damn! That was good. Later in the evening, one of the team members tries to communicate with any resident spirits. Tell us what you're saying. Have a conversation, if you like. That's when one of the cameras captures something strange. Look at the ball. Tell us what you're saying. Have a conversation if you like. Oh, shit. Oh, it looks like a kid ran by. that down, a dark shadow walks by from right to left. Oh, yeah, it's over the picture on the right right now. It's like a black anomaly. So I think that one's probably the real too, because you can see the, the shadow of the investigator behind going them. on in that room. Mm -hmm. some this isn't the only time something strange has been caught on camera in the Dunkirk lighthouse. Some years ago, during another paranormal investigation, Whoa, that's like the exact orb we've caught. Orb of light yeah, it looks in a there's a face in it. Look at, there's eyes. If you zoom in, you can see what appears to be a face inside the like wall. That, to me, that's matrixing, though. 
What makes this sighting yeah. particularly eerie is that the face bears a striking resemblance oh, I, to Peter Dempsey, uh, one of the original lighthouse keepers. That's really weird. That's crazy. It does see it. It does kind of have the same resemblance. It is weird. He always sported a striking mustache. One that appears to mustache. be a close match to the face seen inside the it, orb. It's got like the look to like the eye shape. If if that is an so eye, is it does look like the same shape. Given the reports from employees and locals alike, the mysterious orb of light, and now this shadow. I think investigating a lighthouse certainly does really make you wonder cool. whether something paranormal is going on in Dunkirk Harbour. And Dunkirk Harbour. It's so quick too. Like it's. That's not creepy. Some eerie footage of a doll sitting in a cemetery in Brazil caused quite a stir around the internet. It the clip went viral, leaving many viewers wondering whether the doll was haunted. Take a look. Looks like a vampire too. Yeah, its eyes are literally moving. Like it's watching. As the camera moves around, but it looks I don't, as though the doll's eyes follow the camera. I don't really think that's anything paranormal. Not that's just the, the doll itself. Animatronics are in it are has fang -like something teeth. now. That is weird though. It's fucking creepy looking. Now. Red liquid sitting on the grave just behind it. That is creepy though. Why would someone do that? Somebody did it purposely to fuck with us. Yeah. Oh god, that is creepy. Yeah, that would fuck me up though if I walked up on that. It's not known where exactly this footage was filmed or by who, but it was enough to freak viewers out with one commenter calling it the doll of the devil. <laughs> Always devil shit. A tried to remain calm oh, and yeah. said that the eyes look like they're moving due to an optical illusion, which is most likely the case. I don't think that's an but optical illusion. I think they're legitimately moving. You have to wonder why it was left sitting <laughs> in a cemetery in the first place. Yeah, I don't think it's paranormal. Hey, uh, uh, Dweebs just said something about investigating a lighthouse. I actually done a video, uh, about two weeks ago on a lighthouse in Maryland called Point Lookout Lighthouse. It's supposed to be I the most haunted lighthouse in America. And, um, it's, uh... Didn't they have a ton of partial... ships, like, crash in the harbor, too? Like, a ton of ships? Yeah, yeah, and that's the same with Lake Michigan. A lot of people don't realize, right. but between St. Joe, Michigan, and where you guys are at, yep, um, there's been over 150 shipwrecks. <coughs> it just with, found uh, within a half a mile offshore. The Fitzgerald in, in Lake Michigan. I'm not sure. I, yeah, I think they just found. I think it was like the Fitzgerald or something like a. Like an old colony style like ship, literally on the coastline in I want to say like somewhere off the coast where we are right now, like literally last yeah. year, and it just just was like unearthed. And it's like, huh, that's probably over a hundred years old easily. Yeah, I would love to do some of the lighthouses here on the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. um, well, like think about it, we live on two Great Lake. Well, not I guess you can't say we live on two of them because we live next to Lake Michigan. But yeah. the lakes themselves are iconic. Like, when you think of Michigan, you think of the mitten, and you think of the freshwater around it. Well, and, and here's a little something, something a lot of people don't know. Um, a lot of paranormal investigators, like big paranormal investigators, consider Michigan to be the most haunted state out of our 48 lower states. 
because is that, we, are a pen- is that? we are a peninsula with moving uh, water on three oh. sides. That's a good point, because if you think of ley lines and how energy transfers through those, like, yep. what is water? It's a superconductor. Yep, it's a superconductor. That's so interesting. I never thought about it like that. That that opens up so many realms of possibilities. Also, think about, like, a lot of things happened in Michigan before it even got colonized, like, yeah. with the natives. Like, so many wars and just, I guess, like, a good example to say would be, like, look at Manistee's National Forest. It is thick it's dense it's huge that's all of michigan before it was populated and colonized and yep. the abundance of natural resources that are here are staggering yeah. and that's why i want to do all our 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 bigfoot slash dog man uh, yep. investigation in manistee i agree i'm i'm so like i will 100 a week in the woods roughing it trying to see what we can find this sounds amazing and if we don't find anything, it's a it's a week in the woods camping and drinking coffee. Yeah, and it's a fun video regardless because we're all right. fucking characters. And I, I mean, you know, we can get Tommy to, we can get Tommy to pull out one of his, uh, you know, number one professional Bigfoot outfits. Maybe yeah. we could uh, actually f- uh, film a little haha. I love making and, you know, videos. Not gonna lie maybe pull out of the park with Tommy and the Bigfoot outfit tied on the hood of the car or something like yep. that. Or even better yet, all of us tied to the hood of the car, Bigfoot's driving with a bump <laughs> on and a pair of sunglasses. And the funniest part is too, is like me and Riley, we have our, our personas where it's like a, a news crew. So we could like interview you guys as our news crew. <laughs> and then have Tommy tied to the hood of the car. Last year, uh, last year, Tommy and I were actually talking about doing a, a spoof of a, a Bigfoot hunt, but make it in the style of a found footage film, like yes. Blair Witch. Yeah, I was part of that conversation. We were all part of that Dude, it's conversation. Dude, such a good idea, though. It's such a good idea. Yeah, it, it would be. It would be. It would be fun, regardless of, of how we did it. But just mm-hmm. to do a, a, a found footage uh, film. No, no, and the Blair Witch only had like what five thousand dollars to film on, if that. And, yeah, like and what and people actually, budget. I was living in Texas when that movie came out, and the girl I was dating, her brother-in-law, was a movie reviewer for one of the big newspapers in Houston, and he went, he got to go to the theater for free and see it. Hell yeah! And he came, he came home that night. And he sat down on the couch and just stared at the TV. <laughs> and we're like, dude, what? He goes, that thing's fucked up. Uh, yeah. I For can't what it get it out of my head. It's yep. fucked up. That's why it was such a cult classic. Because it was so jarring. Yeah, it started a genre of, yep. of, of great films. And it, it Cloverfield. Was, it was like, Cloverfield. Oh my God! Yes. Oh good. Uh, what was that other one? Uh, Eight millimeter or something like that with the kids. Oh yeah. The movie yeah. And train wrecks and. Yep, and then it was the alien that was trying yeah. to get off the planet that was taking all the shit. Yeah, uh, I I think you're right. I think it was like eight eight bit or something like that. It was it it was named after like the film it was shot on. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so fucking. I've never heard of that movie. I've watched that movie so many times, but it's older now. It's probably from like 2016. Yeah, it's like 20. Yeah, like 2016, maybe I would, even older. I would than guess that. like 2015, 2014. Our maybe, first then. paranormal videos kind of have a Blair Witch vibe to them because they're shot in complete darkness. Not only that, we were like, whose nose was running while we were holding the camera under it? Mine. <laughs> and the worst part was when we went to go edit it all back together after the fact. Here, we were like, here. I don't know what chronological order is anymore. Fuck. Hold on, oh, I, have, I have to do this. I have to do this right. I have to do it right. I, I'm sorry. I just want to tell my mom and dad I love them. And I didn't mean to do And I didn't mean to do this. I'm still It's so good. That was literally perfect to a T. I would I would have literally wrote you right in. Yeah, the, exactly. The camera shaking, the running. The, the 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 limbs of the trees hitting the camera lens. You look behind you, you can barely see something in the shadows, but you can't see it clearly. You can't tell if it's human. You can't tell if it's a spirit. You turn yeah. back around, you can see the person in front of you, and then they disappear in the darkness, and they slowly come back when you catch up to them, and they slowly just... I mean, just that whole thing. It's the shock factor yeah of those of those found footage films that scare the hell out of people i know the one that gets me the most too is like just like that the this the thinking of like we live on a river right and mm -hmm. if you're walking through the trails at night next to the river yeah you can hear the river but then if you start hearing something else and you're out in the woods like that and then you look behind you and you see something in the trail and it starts moving closer and closer and it's like I don't have anywhere, like, there's no safety here, because the river really isn't that much more safe. Yep, and, and Manistee, I mean, my God, you're half, half the places when you're walking the trails in the park, you have the Manistee River. Yeah, it's like a 300-foot right drop to get mm -hmm. into the river. <laughs> yep, and then not okay. only that, it's, it's rushing. Yeah. You want to see a you want to see a fat dude just take his own life. That's the place to do it because it's like okay, I can't run down the trail because it catch up to me. I can't run down that hill because it can catch up to me. Uh, all right. <laughs> and then bang. Because Jesus. But yeah, yeah, let's just take the music. Let me see here. That used to be a Singing all these songs. songs. I don't care if I get copyrighted because I am singing it in my own tones. I love that shit, though. I don't care either. We're not even close to getting monetized, so don't Not matter. yet. <laughs> nah, well, yeah. you, could, you could be in the same boat as me because of the whole, you know, not paranormal unity thing that was going on here a couple years ago when my first channel got bucked. Because of, you know, three fake copyright strikes God, on eight, 18, 18.85 pictures. Like, um, come on. Now, I've, I'm over a thousand people, but I can't get monetized. Right. So, I, I do this for fun now. Uh, fun and donations. Yeah, that's what we say. Like, we're, we're in it for the fun. Yeah, we're in, in it for the fun and the conversations and just the joy of sharing the paranormal with everyone that's yeah exactly that's and you know it's, it's really sad because I, I had big dreams for the channel when i decided to redo it and yeah. and go all, all 
paranormal and historic mysteries and things like that. When, when um, Amazon TV and everybody start doing this whole, you know, run your own TV station, put only yeah, more yeah. shows on there, you know, get sponsors, earn an income, which it works very, very well. I mean, you can do it. It costs like, I think, I think when I called about it, I actually, I got a call about it uh, because I got on the site and I looked. It's uh, right. depending upon what package you get, it's between a thousand and five thousand dollars a month <sighs> to do it. But if you get the right sponsors, you know, you can make $20,000 a month. Right. Um, but yeah. what I want to do is so I want to start the only YouTube ran TV channel that only featured YouTube paranormal investigators. Yeah, I I love that idea, honestly. That, it's what really needs to happen. It's like um, there's a a website where it's all horror shows. I forgot what Paraflex? it's. Paraflex? I think that's what it is. That's the they only do paranormal investigating. Is that really what it is? Yeah. I, I didn't even know. Paraflex was like I was like thinking a of a monthly subscription. Yeah, I was thinking of a different one that did literally just horror movies. But like like what you're saying oh. and what you're saying too is like if there's already like aspects of that around like why why not? Why is that not a thing? Exactly, because, you know, if, if I owned the channel, I could put anybody on there I wanted to. So mm -hmm. I could have right. all of my investigations on there. I could have you guys' investigations. I could have Tommy Musa Tombstones. I could have Randy's Real Paranormal. You know, whoever I wanted to put on there. And, uh, and we, if, we just, if we actually made the money to go out and do some of these mm -hmm. huge investigations like Waverly and stuff like that, Instead of bringing in these big name stars as guest investigators, yeah, yeah. call you guys. Hey, Trevor mm -hmm. and, and Jenna, won't you guys come down for the weekend? We're filming here. I got right. the, I got the cost covered, you know. Or Mo Sarji, or even the twins. You know, God bless them. Those those rotten bastards made it. To the very first episode of the new season of Ghost Adventures. Only yep. because yeah. they were out at Lake Mead when Zach and those guys went out there. Those lucky sunbucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would say it's such a coinky dink, but man, that's I mean, crazy. Twin already me, had a big following. Too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, me and the wife were watching that episode, and all of a sudden, poof, there's the twins. And I'm like, ah! And I paused it. I'm like, those bastards. picture real quick. I said, that's the twins. She goes, who? I said, that's Twin Paranormal. She goes, where do you know them from? I said, YouTube. <laughs> that's so I said, funny. I guess you got to have 100,000 followers for Zach to even respond to you. Literally, I, I hate to say it because, like, me and Riley are like, you met, please message us. Like, we love talking to people. I've, I've like, messaged yeah, them and both on Instagram. I've messaged him and Aaron both on Instagram. Said, "Hey, I understand Zach got his 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 start in college in film school at Michigan yeah. State University. Won't you come on back to Michigan, and we can show you some really badass places to go? We might even be able to get Fort Wayne in Detroit." He, he, 
Has he ever done a place in Michigan? He's done a. Do they do Eloise? No. Yeah, no, they've done Eloise, didn't no, they? No, he hasn't. Uh, you uh, might be right. I don't think so. He hasn't done that, Elise. I don't think he's ever done a Michigan location, which is That's crazy because he actually, like you said, he went to Michigan State. For That's wild. Film. There yeah. is an episode yeah, I but, you really know, like... watched the other night with my girlfriend, Ashley, and he said, oh, something about going back to Michigan, and we were like, what? And I looked it up. Like, wait a minute. True. Yeah, what, what, I, what I don't like about how ghost adventures and some of the other bigger channels and other things that do that will be right they'll bring more well-known celebrities to get more clout for their channels and stuff which more power to them but yeah exactly. i want i want to go somewhere where i'm seeing places that i've never seen before or like seeing things that i was never privy to before because i just would never have been able to know because it's like hey our little channels are going to these <laughs> less known places he has brought in other smaller teams well, yeah yeah show. yeah definitely yeah. years so like and i guess like the lst or the silver sides is a good example nobody outside of muskegon or michigan is probably ever going to know that those places are most definitely haunted or probably ever see anything that pertains to it but it's here it's definitely got activity yeah, yeah. and we've got two cemeteries up there in muskegon we would love to do it's just we know it's going to be night day we have to get the time off have the money mm -hmm. And everything, right. you know, it's, to it's the whole life aspect of it. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people but don't really understand either. Like when you go into the history and like you start doing your research and all that, like these big TV shows and other productions have people that do this stuff for them. Like they'll have full ass teams that will do their social media stuff. We all do. Every oh, one yeah. of the people that we've ever talked to, I know for a fact, does everything themselves. And it is a gigantic workload. It is. Even if you have yeah, and, people and, in the it, 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 it really kind of. And this is where I get to pat myself on the back for just a second because I very rarely ever do that. I always want to give my my guest investigators the credit, or I want to give Mark the credit right. for the research and everything. I very seldom ever pat myself on the back. I'm going to do it for just a second. <laughs> ghost adventures, ghost hunters, all those guys. You know, they have a film crew. They have hmm. an editing department. They have... Uh, a writer they have all this stuff and they will film an episode and it will come out six months later yeah I go out I do an hour long well I do a four hour long investigation I may only get an hour and a half video out of, uh, of good footage out of it but I come home and I do all my own editing I do all my own you know everything when it comes to that video yeah. and I can have a video out in, in 48 to 72 hours right oh we could never do yeah that. we weren't too nitpicky with that but I understand where you're coming from where it's like if I could just literally show up investigate and hand the rest of this shit off awesome like fuck yeah, yeah but there's I, I would so be much more credit, than dude. happy I would be more we've than we've tried to do I that would, I, it is not I lost. would personally love I would personally love to follow the trail of tears yeah. 11,000 Native Americans died along the Trail of Tears. Yeah, and it was it's why it's brutal too. From New York all the way to Oklahoma. And just pick different locations along the path. Right. Or um, follow the trail of Morgan's Raiders from Sparta, Tennessee 
all the way up through Kentucky to Cordon, Indiana, the, the original Indiana territorial capital. Yeah. Then move eastward along the Ohio River and all the way almost up to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, before I'm caught. Or Could before you they were caught. Riding horses and like doing it like how they would during that time period too. Do you know what would be a cool place to investigate? What? The spot that Bonnie and Clyde mm. got shot up. Oh, at. yeah, dude. Yeah. That would be a crazy spot to investigate, I bet. Because they literally got ambushed, and they literally just put, like, over a thousand bullets into that car. Man. Yeah. And they burnt down a house. So that house, too, I think two of their friends got shot in that house. So that place is probably haunted, too. There's quite a few locations that I'm, like... I don't ever hear about people investigating them. Maybe it's because Bonnie and Clyde would be a rude, I know, well, rude story. Maybe it's because, like you know, like there's not much access to the public or anybody really giving it any thought to do that type of shit, though. But you're right. Like I've never heard anybody investigate a Bonnie and Clyde. You know, like like a location or anything like that. Or a lot of these speakeasies and stuff that had like the Purple Gang is a good example in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't ever hear about a single fucking investigator talking about this is where the Purple Gang did their business and this is where you know John Gotti or whoever got shot at or something. And it's like, why? Why not? There's definitely stuff there. There has to be. Here in Michigan, I would love to either go well both places actually. Um, the old state prison in Jackson. Yep. I agree with that one. And I want to go to the German concentration camp in Allegan. Hold the fuck on what? <laughs> we yes, had German we had a concentration, con- we had a concentration camp? camp for German and Japanese soldiers in Allegan, Michigan. I didn't know that was in Allegan, though. Is this like uh, a museum now or what? No, it's a big open field now. Really? Damn, that's, that's seriously interesting. That's because interesting. I thought it was only in like San Francisco and on like, you know, like the coastal places where they would accept the the ships where people were coming ashore. Well, well we had one right here in Michigan. Damn. Um, See, th- this is why I love I talking love to, to you, too. I would love to go back to Gettysburg. I would love to do a week-long series of investigations at the different sites in Gettysburg. So when you oh were in God, Gettysburg, Gettysburg, were you like- hearing... Like the shots of the muskets and the cannonballs, and like you know, there like was the a couple order. times, and once again, this is a video that's on my channel under uh, under the our investigation playlist. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a couple times we thought we heard musket fire. Um, we definitely heard men shouting. Um, so crazy. And you're not the only we person. Have literally not the only person that we have spoke to that has been to Gettysburg and said those exact words. Where it's like you hear yeah. men shouting. We actually started off Devil's Den and the Sniper's Nest the first night, and since it is you know federal property, we had to be out by ten o'clock. Yeah. Uh, we left there literally at nine fifty-eight. Uh, yeah. Because we, I mean it was uh, we were getting communication right up till then and then the next night we were there we were at um oh god um i don't know why but my diabetic mind keeps wanting to say hamburger hill but it's not hamburger hill it's um oh oh fuck i know the one you're talking about it's it's literally the same type of story yeah it's like it's like right on the edge of town you stand in a 
parking lot Fuck, it's gonna, and, gonna and step me. right off the parking lot and there is the battlefield and that's we were so right weird. there in the pouring rain and we were getting all kinds of figures and shadows off in the distance amongst the trees we were getting footsteps we were getting love that shouting one. just all kinds of stuff and but we only had we we showed up on a monday at noon we had to leave wednesday morning at 6 a.m yeah so we we literally only had two nights to investigate i would like to go out there for an entire week go out on a sunday come back on a saturday or early sunday morning and hit as many of those battlefields as we can to uh because yeah. i mean you figure fifty-five thousand men died in three days Right, yeah. To and this day, American soil. Yeah, to this day, people are still putting in pools and stuff, and they're finding relics from the Battle of Gettysburg. That's amazing. That's so amazing. They just, well, you uh, you figure fifty-five thousand dead plus horses. Yeah, plus and all the ammunition. Yeah, all yeah. Of it. Exactly. Exactly. It's absolutely. You know what amazing I was thinking recently? was Ukraine is a, is a really good example. Like, after all the fighting is over and said and done, like, we're seeing the war, not like we've ever in our 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 history because of all the GoPros, the camera capabilities, all that shit. What happens when yep. all of that settles, the two, the warring sides end, whatever conflict, you know, it happens to fizzle out, fizzles out, and then whatever lies, lies. But you know for a fact that after visually seeing these battlefields the way they were then in real time basically and then going back to there and being able to put the picture to where you're standing i feel like that opens up a whole new realm of like you're probably going to see some things and hear some things that you really really open yourself oh, up yeah. to because you wouldn't have before not knowing that you were standing on a battlefield probably or even just having that prior knowledge which granted, yes, your brain probably will go like, well, I heard that because of this. But I've, I've noticed that if you have these these pockets of information prior to going on investigations, you're going to catch more because you'll be able to like associate, be like, oh, hey, that random sound I just heard 100% pertains to like they're hitting a gong because they used to do that during meditation instead of like, oh, I just heard a weird noise. Like, I've now, been trying to pull the picture up for a minute, but like, look at, you know, some artist was sitting on a hill and painted this picture. I mean, like, look, there's just bodies everywhere. Yep. That's what they said bodies piled on top of bodies and people crawling over each other to get around. Just crazy. Yeah, they were. To think that, like, actually happened. Mm hmm. <coughs> World War One is another good example, too. Yeah. If you go to the Western fronts and trenches, I can only imagine the shit you're gonna hear, like the tanks and like, just the like, artillery. The holes, dude, like, mm -hmm. literally, like, uh, have you seen uh, All Is Quiet on the Western Front? It's so good. Like, it's so good. I think that movie is one of the best depictions of like what it was like to be in the war, and it it's is brutal. one of it's these, fucking brutal, like most brutal things you'll ever see. Just dude. Oh. So what's fucking me up right now is like the there's like ukrainians that are like going to war that were just literally civilians and then you have these iraqi veterans that are like i'm going to ukraine to go fight in bakhmut right now where the harshest fighting is and then they'll come back and they'll talk to these news outlets and they'll be like 
you know, you're, you could be the most well-trained and you could have all of the best gear, but you don't understand what the fuck is going on or like even you can't grasp a straw. Yeah, there's, there's no organization. And, and that's what, that's what pissed Putin off when it, when it first started was he had his men, his trained soldiers, one of the most powerful mm. armies in the world. And these guys were getting flipped around just, just by a bunch of guys with shovels and pitchforks. Yep. Well, and then all these people that are coming back and they're like, they're like these Americans, they're like, I've seen things like atrocities that I wish I would never have seen on any, I wish not, not upon on any of my enemies, like shit like that. Or like I watched a video on YouTube of a tank basically blowing up like Russian soldiers that were like of, not even a hundred feet away, and it's like that's war, like that's that is the reality of it, and it's disgusting, and it is it is charged to the teeth with just like electricity, if you if you want to classify it that way, where it's like yeah, that is being imprinted in the soil forever. For and, and, and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to change. I want to change the, the 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 thing we got going here. But I don't know if you guys seen today that they brought in the the remnants of that sub. That oh imploded. yeah, Ocean Gate. They found it. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they found um, a couple more pieces. Yeah, they they brought all that stuff into Canada uh, last night, I think. And um, somebody was, uh, there was a, a Navy official that done a, I guess he's a biker now, he's retired Navy. He used to work on submarines. He was a, he was a deep sea diver in the Navy. Um, I was watching his video today and, and people were asking, you know, will, will they find any remains? No, and he I was doubt it. He was explaining that right now, if you're watching this video, you're, you're existing in a single atmosphere yep the titanic is four thousand feet down mm. that is like I, I think he said that's like 1800 atmospheres now yeah. the a, an atmosphere is equal to six thousand one hundred and twenty four pounds of pressure per square Damn. inch under the water. That's a lot. He said, That's so he said the human brain takes literally five milliseconds to process a thought. Okay. It the takes less than that to get smushed by it, right? Yeah. The implosion was less than one millisecond. That's insane. It's instantaneous. Like there's almost like it's a flash, if you ask me. Yeah, it, it was, said one second they're looking out a window and then just. It's and then done. there's cease to exist. They're crushed up to, to powder. That's so crazy. <clears throat> That's so but he, crazy. he said he said to be honest, the nicest way to put it is they have they have returned to the circle of life. Yeah. You know, anything that was left over, any string or anything that was left of video was very quickly consumed by this by the sea life. There is absolutely nothing. Yeah human remaining the bones were crushed to powder everything and, and they it's i so think he insane. said it was 18 million psi at that day 
I mean, I I could imagine because like think about like the barometric pressure and like how divers get uh what is it the spins or whatever is what they call yeah yeah like have I've I've experienced it just from diving in a pool where like you know like you go down bends. and your ear yeah the bends that's what it is and then you you can feel like your lungs feel tighter your skin feels like it's getting sucked like tighter to your body your, your brain starts getting compressed inside of its own skull which mm-hmm. causes you to not consciously remember what is up and down so you start swimming down it's and you're so actually wild. going up or you're going and this is all like in a in like a diving pool you know like if this isn't we're not even talking about open water that's deeper yeah. than we can fathom for real yeah you're also it's also referred to sometimes as deep sea dementia deep sea dementia i like that i mean it's it's exact it's literally a perfect way to say it it's literally you get dementia like immediate onset of dementia right then and there I mean, your life's just over. They they don't yeah. even know they're dead. I as soon as I heard that they were missing, basically, I was like, "There's like the most minimal amount of hope." But always have hope is what I'll say. But you know for a fact that the ocean is such a monster, and it's so vast, and it is so deadly, and people 100% take it for granted all the time. Oh yeah, I knew. I mean, we've I only knew explored one percent of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, I knew as soon as they said that they so had less than a day of air left, I was yeah, they're they're done. Even after like the first five hours, that's when I'm like, yeah, the the Cthulian mythos that surrounds these deep dark waters decided it wanted you, and you are no longer of us living. The Cthulian mythos, I like that. Hell's yeah, Lovecraftian did it right. Granted that like that that whole like Lovecraftian horror scene is a lot of made up stuff. It's Mm -hmm. so fucking cool. Like it's so fucking cool. I love it. I love everything that has to do with like Cthulhu and that stuff. Yeah. uh, I I actually done a video, I think last year on, uh, on Cthulhu. It's, it's one of those things too, where I wonder if, if enough people believe in that, does it make it real? Do you, you that is one theory. That is one theory that if, if if enough people believe in something hard enough, yeah, does it, it manifest becomes it? reality? You you wish it into reality, like Slenderman. Ah. It's almost like making like, your own like DLC. Slenderman. You don't know what Slenderman is? No, everybody yeah, I know knows Slenderman. Slenderman. I just done a video oh, on Slenderman it. last week or two weeks ago too. Yeah, no, I I legit think it's like DLC where it's like I want so badly for there to be fucking more content, and I've explored all of it. What if Horn Man is a thing? Guys, Horn Man. Horn on his head. He screams at you, and it's a horn. Next thing you know, hundreds of millions of people are oh, like, I've seen it. That's not where I thought you were going with it. But, but hear me out. But then all of a sudden... I thought he said Porn Man. Porn yeah. Man. Yeah, Porn Man for sure. And then out of nowhere, he comes out of a back room, and he's like showing you Playboys and stuff. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, like, then people start seeing this, and it's really happening. And now, now you, yourself see something you can't explain and you're like okay i made this up that they were seeing the grunge girl the grunge girl (laughs) the grudge girl yeah dude the grudge when it was when it came out in theaters and after the fact there was a a big old wave of people that didn't want to take showers because of it and i was one of them (laughs) because the hand coming out of he still doesn't take showers hell no (laughs) all natural (laughs) i'm trying to remember what uh what spoof movie that was where uh, the girl was in the shower, and another she's up her she's scrubbing her hair. Was another hand. Oh, and then they give her the razor. And, 
Yeah, it gives her the razor, or it comes out with the razor and shaves her armpits and stuff yeah, like that. And she's that. like, wait, what the? Is that Scream? I, it might be Scream, or it's, it's no, one of those, actually, like... No, actually, it's one of the scary movies. Not another scene movie? It was one of the scary Maybe movies. Another, was it one of the scary movies? Yeah, it's definitely of that genre, though, for sure. It's the number, number four, number... I think it's number four or something like that, when she gets Honestly, the job. Yeah, what I'm era so sad those movies, like, died off, and they don't make like much of they them went anymore. too cringy for me like well like after the hunger game yeah, like, they, they were cringe shit. But... um disaster movie that was cringe that was funny though but it was cringe as fuck <laughs> i mean it's just there's so much and like superhero me, movie yeah i'll say for me you know it's like it doesn't disenfranchise me from thinking that these things that we talk about are real so like bigfoot like if i see a spoof movie of it and like you know like bigfoot's like like sasquatch that was on sci-fi in like 2009 pretty much yeah like stuff that doesn't yeah. doesn't do it justice it doesn't turn me off of the idea that there's still something out there that it's based off of like there's a reason why we're talking about it still you know and it's really fun to bring up sasquatch that's that's actually hilarious because <laughs> You know, uh, doing what I do, my wife and daughter think Sasquatch is the biggest joke. Just the hockeyest shit ever. And, and I told them both. I said, okay, I said, if it's a joke, if it's, if it's a farce, explain to me how every culture around the world, every country, yep. has a Bigfoot-type legend that yep. when they first met, when people started, you know, a thousand years ago, when people started arriving on other continents and exploring those continents and settling those continents, they were bringing those stories with them mm -hmm. and talking to the, the natives of that continent. And they had the same stories and were describing the same things. Yeah. How does Look at the Himalayas and with, Yetis. Yep. How, are the, how do cultures with no form of communication around the world share the same legend describe the same thing describe the same sound the same appearance yeah but yet have never communicated with each other i completely agree and then you have the i think sometimes ones it's too. the disassociation from the time period so that's like, a good point everyone alive now has seen communication develop throughout their life like yeah like cell phones and social media now it's like you can literally talk to someone from the other side of the world like helena yeah and at the same time and back yep, then i talked to helena on messenger years to talk yeah. to someone from across the yeah, globe that's why it's like your point is so valid because you're right how does how does a, a, a nepal like you know like just like one of the people that lives there up in the mountains like a Sherpa, I guess you could say, is probably the best yeah. for him. They see a Yeti, and that's it is literally like a distant relative of what we would probably say is a Bigfoot. And then what people down south call, you know, the skunk apes. And yep. that what they see down there, because it's different climates. So obviously it's adapted to live where it is. Yep. Native but, Americans referred to it as the man of the woods, the wild man of the woods, thank you. the hairy exactly. man of the woods. You know. And, Highly and intelligent. Yeah. Yep. And I, they I, sound I, like. You know, they all describe the knocking thing. They all describe. Yeah, stone they all throwing. have more. Like, I want. Little... I want everybody to do a science experiment for me this week. 
when you go out in public and you're walking by a tree, I want you to hit that tree as hard as you can with your hands and see how loud the, the quack quack is and see if you can make sounds loud enough that other people start looking at you and realize he's calling a Sasquatch <laughs> because it's not easy. I, I, it makes me so frustrated that people are like, dude, that's so stupid. We're like, no, 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 no. Like, have you ever heard what it sounds like when a Sasquatch is beating on a tree to mark its territory or to realistically like do whatever it's doing? It's loud. It's not like quiet. It's loud as fuck. Is it using a tool to do that? Or is it doing it with Even if you do it with a stick, like you still have to be swinging. One of the best Bigfoot stories I ever heard was the guys up in Canada that had the hunting cabin. Yep. And oh, you should have one too. They would they would show up to the hunting cabin, and the the door would be busted in, or or the place would be ransacked, or or whatever the case may be. And the guy finally got smart, and they took a big piece of plywood and put like. 300 screws in this piece of plywood. Yep. And I'm when not they sure left, he wouldn't be able to get it. Yep. And they left and locked up the cabin and laid this piece of plywood screws up right by the door. And when they came back the next year, there was blood and there was skin on those screws. And when they yep. took it in to be identified, the, the DNA could not be identified. Which, granted, yes, it could just be that it's not in the codex, which it's possible that there are people that aren't necessarily in, in the genetic codex thing that they use. But realistically, what the fuck is out there destroying the cabin? And what's dumb enough to step on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just going to say, it. like, you probably could see it. Unless it's buried in the snow, then yeah. But why is it barefoot? Why is it why is it able to get cut? If you're wearing boots in the woods or you're hunting, you're probably gonna be prepared. Yeah. That's exactly so it's it's that's crazy. Like that story is fucking crazy to me. And think about it. Canada. The the dense forests that like Nova Scotia and some of the provinces up there have are vast. Just like how we always talk about the Manistee, Manistee National Forest. Well, yeah, their forests are burning right now, but like Realistically, I guess this is another good example. We are we're seeing <coughs> smoke in Muskegon, which is halfway down Michigan, from You're the forest fires down in here right now. Yeah, and it's it's from the forest fires in Canada. That's how broad the the fucking forests are up there. So if something's living in those, yeah, I wouldn't even be surprised that if we start hearing sightings pick up because they're getting drove out of their natural habitats because of the fires. Oh, and and by the way, if um, if the if the fires do finally cross the international border, and, and move into Michigan and everything, uh, you we we do still have fold out sofa, and the recliner, so you guys can uh, can come down. Yeah, y'all could come down. We got room. We got room for, I guess we got room for Riley and his girlfriend too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I guess there's room for the five of you to come down, bring your pets. <laughs> so, so, 
Do you, is it just me or is it sometimes in the morning when I walk outside for the first time and I take a deep breath in with how the smoke quality of the air and whatnot, does it smell like burning plastic to you or is that just me? That's exactly what the wife said yesterday morning. Really? She See, said, look I'm at that freaking haze. It smells like somebody's burning a tire. Yeah, it smells like not even like, I, I know what wood smells like burning, but it doesn't smell like it to me. I have not Sleep even noticed any difference. Really? Nope. Interesting. I might be because I'm. Nah, I don't even think so. I'll say because I'm closer to the lake, so like I get. A I'm lot closer of the, to the lake. I was just gonna say, but not necessarily because both of us are probably about the same amount of time, which is like two minutes. I'm probably a lot closer than you. Maybe. I well, I'm thinking of like, uh, like when I'm at work right next to Heritage Landing, basically. It's like it's right there. But yeah, like regardless, it's just it's weird to me, like. Like people don't really under like people really do underestimate the vastness of some of these forests or national parks or like the oceans or even yep. the Great Lakes. Like it's just it's not as small as people think. When you look at a globe or a map, it doesn't do the world justice. No, never not even a little bit. No, it does. Until you right. fly in an airplane, you don't realize how big Earth is. Even then, like like people for the first time when they see the Grand Canyon, they're like, I didn't realize how fucking big it yeah, was. That's fuck Grand Canyon's fucking nuts. But that's the thing, it's yeah. like you see a picture of it and you don't get the scope or the depth it's of fucking it until insane. you're there. When you're at the top of the Grand Canyon looking down and you watch people hike and out for an hour down there, and by the time and they barely move. By the time they get to the very bottom, they're literally you could like take a pin and they would be that big in your in your hand when you know, they were this mm -hmm. big when they went down the canyon. Yep. Yeah, it's it's just the scale of things is like what gets me. It's like there's got to be things that we just don't know about. We've seen such a small portion, and like we live in such small bubbles, realistically. Like, right, some people do. might travel, but but you I, you only live within ten feet of yourself at all times. I mean, you know, you're talking about a place like Canada. There are places in Canada a human foot has never touched. Yep, yeah, I agree same with, with Alaska. Alaska. Alaska is yeah. the last frontier Alaska. still. There's probably spots in Michigan that a human has never touched. Very possibly. I mean, shoot, like the that movie, The Fourth Kind, the one that happened in Anchorage, Alaska. Like that movie got me because it's like you you really think about it, how isolated those people are up there, and how it wouldn't be that hard for something that doesn't want to be seen to realistically stay hidden. Yeah. It just isn't that hard. No. It's really not. It's really not. Well, and then even looking at some of these survival like um, shows where they just go drop people off in the middle of the woods and just say yeah. survive on your own. They don't ever see a plane or anything. They, yeah, you don't. You you literally never see them run into anything that's man-made. Nothing. So they're they're obviously within getting like gettable distances. So they're not like as far into the wilderness as they possibly could be. But at the same time, that's probably like realistically a quarter of the way in that you could go, and that's scratching the surface still. Like we're not even it's halfway. Actually it's actually really funny that you mentioned that because I've always been a fan, being an outdoorsman, I've mm. always been a fan of shows like Alone. Yep, that's a good and, one. And, and things like that. I, I actually just started season five of Alone, and they're in Mongolia. That's and so cool. Mongolia is awesome. I'm, Great season. I'm sitting here, and I'm watching these people build their shelters and things like that. And it's, it's like, 
God, you're stupid. You're not going to make it. <laughs> God, you're stupid. It's like, my God, the very first thing you want to do is secure a food source, whether it's yeah. fishing or a deer or whatever. You want to get cut off of it what you can. You want to pull it up in a tree, you know, over a limb, 20 feet off the, the ground. Drop. Yeah. Then you want to build a permanent shelter. Now it could be a, a it could be a wedge of logs with the front and partial part of the, the the back filled in, or it could be a log cabin, or whatever the case may be. You don't want to make a frame of logs and put a tarp over it and say, "Okay, this is going to make it through the winter." Right. Yeah. No. yeah. Winters no. in Mongolia get to get to minus forty ambient temperature that's not nope. wind chill that's nope. ambient temperature mm -hmm. you will literally freeze to death and die regardless of the size of fire you have in your little fire pit in your little fireplace inside your little tent yep i love camping in the winter time me too my i think balls, it's probably one of the my balls fun. ain't that big you know i'm gonna have <laughs> some kind of a heat source i'm gonna have some yeah. kind of a food source yep that's I, that's what I've never understood with those survival shows is like all these people are survival trainers, right? And they teach people and all this stuff. But then they spend the first week making a shelter and don't eat. It's like you're exerting literally all of your energy you could be using to get food. And, they get sick and, and then you, you could why. get a bunch of food and then you can have energy to work on your shelter. I just never understood. Well, like, I guess like a, another good point, too, is like, look at what Kyle does. He does the urban camping and like, you know, like the stealth camping. You realistically mm. don't need a whole lot to just like throw up something that you're going to use one night or two nights. It's not, it's not, you have to go out of your way to make something crazy. Like, like you said, like if you put a tarp with like some wood and like really just make like a hangover or something, it's not going to last the winter, but it'll last yeah. the night. And I mean, even if you wanted to be, even if you wanted to be smart about this, you don't put your tent on the ground where you have very aggressive grizzly bears, you have aggressive brown bears, you have pit vipers, you have all these like they're doing Whoa, in Mongolia. You will you want to cut these logs about eight or ten feet. You want to make a large lifted base and put your tent up there and then slowly build your cabin on the frame under your tent that way yep. you don't have to change location you're not moving all your shit a second time you know when you get your cabin done you've already got your roof done because you got your tent and everything sitting on it you've been sleeping mm -hmm. up there out of the reach of things that can eat you at night you know and then you build your cabin you take your tent down put your fireplace and boom you're set you know, you do this oh, yeah. near a waterway where you can fish or crab or something. Ooh, crab. You know. <laughs> nah, I, I, I think that's a, it's a not good spot it. to send us off for the night because I'm starting to get insanely hungry. Now we're talking, <laughs> about, <laughs> no, we're talking about crab and shit. <laughs> I haven't eaten since noon. Could have been so. worse. You could be out there hunting a white castle. I would take a white castle right, Harold. right now. <laughs> Venture to Harold the and castle. Kumar go to White Castle. But we want to thank you, Drew, for taking the time and adjusting the schedule to hop in for us since Paranormal Tyler could not join us tonight. 
Yeah. It's always a wonderful conversation, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I miss you guys. Like I said, only getting together once or twice a year, you know. It sucks ass. There's, I want to do more. There's, yeah, there's less than two hours between us. So, I mean, there's no reason that we like can. Like I said, we'll, we'll be heading down that way in a couple weeks. Yeah, so we might as well stop by. We might honestly. as well stop back. Probably on the way back, we'll probably have more time to you know, hang around and things. So, we'll make sure that happens. And That's cool. Make That's sure cool. you will hang out. I'll uh, I'll do some grilling. Ooh. If you guys want to yeah, like, that uh, might be perfect. The lunch is probably what we'll be know. needing. If you guys want to like, you know, hang for the night or something like that. Like I said, I got plenty of snoozy room for everybody. And oh uh, yeah, review some. You know, what grab us some too? beers and uh, some burgers, and you know, we could just kick back and bullshit. Yeah. Hang out with Paranormal Papa. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Paranormal Papa. Again, we want to thank everyone that has hopped into and hung out with us for the past yeah, two and a half hours. We absolutely love you, Nike. Where's the hard? There's going to be a, a what episode's coming out tomorrow? Uh, it's going to be the Exploring Harley episode, I believe. Yep, that'll be out on audio tomorrow, and then there will be a podcast episode on Friday. That we'll be releasing, and it's going to be a really fun one. And hopefully, we'll have this Indian burial ground video very, very soon for y'all. I'm going to go work on it when I go home. <laughs> Make sure you go give Drew's channel a freaking sub. You need to, honestly, need to, need to, need to. Also, help my mans get some new headphones, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we don't have this feedback and echo and crap. The loop. <laughs> And lastly, and we don't, remember. you know, we don't only take, uh, we don't only take monetary donations. We take equipment donations as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, shit. Both, send, both send headphones. Equipment send, and, you're always needed. Yeah, we go through a lot of those things. <laughs> that we do. But remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes bump in the night. In the night. Ow.